It's literally been so long and I have one singular update that I feel like I just need to give everyone that's listening right now. Do y'all remember my fire alarm? Well, I went to Greece and Italy. I came back and my dad successfully changed the battery. I mean, what better way to kick this thing back up than, you know, without a beeping noise every two minutes in the background. So I'm pumped. I hope y'all are too. I have so much to update y'all on. But let's get into this. Welcome to the 20-somethings, guys. It's been a minute, but I'm back. I'm so fucking excited. If you follow me on literally anything or you listen to the last podcast, I mentioned that I had just gone back from Greece and Italy. And boy, do I have some freaking stories for y'all. That shit was fucking insane. But before I get into that, one of the big questions that I've been getting on my Instagram, um, a couple of people, I don't know why I said a couple, it was like three people, three people, when I put up like the advice chat box thing, um, submitted questions like, oh, how do you travel in college and all that stuff? Because I do quite a bit of traveling, if I do say so myself, and a lot of people were wondering how I do it. So... Without this sounding too sponsored, because it's not, (laughs) I'm just a brand ambassador for them. Um, I usually travel with EF Ultimate Break. You can look them up on Instagram or Facebook or just, you know, go to their website. I think it's like EFUltimateBreak.com. Basically, EF Tours is like this umbrella company that has three sectors. So the first one is Education First Tours, which is, you know, EF Tours. And that's mainly for schools and like a teacher sponsors it and then they take like a group of students. I did one of those when I was like 16. I went to London, Paris and Rome and Florence with my English teacher. Shout out Miss Hatch. I literally love her. But yeah, that's what kind of introduced me to EF. But they also have this other program called EF Ultimate Break, which is 18 to 29 year olds. If you're outside of that age range, they have EF Go Ahead Tours. And that's mainly for older people that don't fit into that age range or for like families that want to go together. So... With that being said, I have taken two trips now with EF Ultimate Break plus my EF tour that I did when I was 16. So I've done three trips with this company. I'm doing another one coming up in July and then I'm doing another one next May. (laughs) The whole gist of EF Ultimate Break is that it's travel made easy. And I know that sounds very cheesy, but trust me, there's a reason why I only travel outside of the country with them because I like just having to show up and then everything's planned for me. So basically, you pick your trip. I think they have like more than 65 trips on their website to like all over the place. Like you can do like a 35-day trip to Europe or like anything like that. But basically, you sign up and they handle everything. Like they book your plane tickets. They reserve your hotels. They give you local guides in every single city. You have a tour director that follows you the entire time. Like the second you get to your first destination to the second they drop you off at the airport. And so there's someone with you the entire time. And they set up all of these excursions and guides for you. And they have a bunch of payment plans so you can pay monthly or bi-weekly. So yeah, I'm a pretty big fan. And if you are a first-time traveler, you can use code UAMICHELLED100 to get $100 off your first trip. And again, this is in no way, shape, or form sponsored. I just love EF and I want to help you guys out because I do love traveling. I think a lot of people should do it more often and obviously 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 there's a lot of obstacles in the way and I understand that I am very privileged to be 
in the position that I am where I can just travel whenever and get to experience all these things. Um, but I will say if you do have the chance to travel, I 210% recommend it. And if I can help y'all in any way, shape, or form to do that, I would love to do it. So yeah, if you use code UAMichelleD100, you get $100 off. And if y'all have any questions, shoot them in my DMs. But without further ado, let's get into this freaking story because it's actually kind of insane. Okay, I'm going to try to go in order, but literally just so much shit happened in these two weeks that I might I might get a little distracted. But let's start from the beginning, okay? And obviously, I'm going to skip some of the boring parts because y'all don't really care about like when I got to the airport and how much I didn't sleep on the plane. Let's get to the entertaining shit, okay? We get to Rome. And like I mentioned, EF Ultimate Break gives you a tour director. Our tour director's name, actually, I'm not even going to say his name because I'm going to gatekeep him as fuck. But just trust when I say that man became all of our best friends. Like, we literally cried at the farewell dinner because of how much we love him. And my friend group is actually doing another trip next year, the one that I mentioned. And we're literally requesting him as our tour director because we just loved him that much. Anyway, our first stop in this Italy and Greece excursion was Rome. And the whole time we had been reading that like Rome has some of the best nightlife, like whatever, just Europe in general has great nightlife. On like our second night in Rome or something, we all went out to dinner and basically our meal included like bottomless wine. So needless to say, we started to feel pretty good you know, by the end of dinner. We were like, let's continue this party. And so we asked our tour director, I kind of need to give him a nickname. Um, shit, let me think of this. Hold on. Let's call him Luke. Okay. That's pretty simple. If there's an EF tour director named Luke, I'm fully not even talking about that man. And I'm so sorry if there is one, but let's call him Luke. So I'm like, Luke, we got to go beat the beat up. If you don't know what beat the beat up means, you know when people are like punching the air at a party to the like beat of the song? Yeah, that's what beating the beat up means. So I was like, yo, Luke, we're in Rome. We're tipsy as fuck. Let's go beat the beat up somewhere else. And so we look up all of these clubs and none of them were open because it was a Thursday. And apparently clubs like nightclubs, like bars are open all the time, but nightclubs in Rome don't open unless it's Friday or Saturday. So none of the clubs are open. So Luke was like, yo, I've been here many a times. I used to live in Rome. I know a place. Takes us to this place. But it's like a 15-minute walk. But honestly, we'd been walking the whole day. Like, this was nothing, right? And so we're walking, we're walking, we're walking. And someone in the group had gotten a pack of cigarettes because, you know, when in Rome, you know? And (laughs) so she needed to light the cigarette. But none of us had a lighter, And so Luke stops this like group of girls that's kind of walking in our direction. And he's like, hey, do do any of y'all have a lighter? Like we need to light a cigarette. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And there were like four or five of them. Um, The whole group starts mingling with their group. I'm not sure what happens, but they basically end up following us to this bar that we're going to. We go, we sit down, we order a couple drinks. We're having a grand old time. They're chatting it up with some people. I'm on the opposite side of the table. So I'm talking to like, Luke and like a couple of the other guys in our group and all of a sudden I see like the three main girls get up and they're like oh we're gonna go smoke a cigarette like we'll be right back well they kind of took a while and we were ready to go so 
we all pay for our top and we're like okay like when they get back like they can just pay for theirs and like we can just be on our way like they didn't even come with us you know well we all walk outside after paying our tab and they're nowhere to be found and one of the waiters kind of comes and like chases us down and they're like hey like y'all have like two tabs that are completely unaccounted for and we're like what do you mean and they're like like a couple drinks weren't paid for and we quickly realized that those drinks belonged to the three Dutch girls. The waiter was like, I'm sorry y'all got scammed, but y'all cannot leave until y'all pay this. And so me and this other guy on the trip like split the cost and just kind of gave them the euros because we were like ready to go home. And someone in our group was like, oh, like I got one of their like contact info. Like I'll just text them. And so we text them thinking this was like a completely innocent mistake. Like they didn't mean to just walk out fuck we sound so stupid but anyway this girl in my group like texts them and they're like hey you accidentally left without paying your dab and they were like oh like I'm so sorry like let me send you half of the money right now and then tomorrow when we go party with you guys again like we'll just buy everyone a round of drinks I was like what in the world gave you the idea that I want to party with you again after I just had to pay for your tab because you basically scammed us into paying for your tab. So, if you ever meet strangers on the streets of Rome, don't take their word for it if they say they're going to go out to smoke because they're leaving <laughs> and you're going to pay for their tab. But yeah, and on top of that one, we got in like super late and we had to walk like 30 minutes back to the hotel because the tram wasn't working because we left the bar too late. And the next day, we had to wake up at like six in the morning to go to the Vatican. So I was literally on the bus to the Vatican fighting some demons. Like, I'm pretty sure I was a mixture of still drunk and a little bit hungover on my way to the Vatican. So kind of a degenerate moment on my part. <laughs> the rest of the Italy portion of the trip was fine. And then we go to Greece and... This is where the majority of this podcast is going to take place. We get to Greece. We spend two days in Athens, and those were fine. We did a lot of touristy things, ate some good food. Great, fun, fine. Then we go to Mykonos, and this, this is where everything just kind of hits the fucking fan, bro. Let me paint this picture for y'all. So Mykonos, Greece is on the top 10 list of party cities in the world. Not in Europe, in the world. And then when I was doing research prior to the trip about like things to do in all the cities, I looked up like top 10 things to do in Mykonos. The hotel we were staying at was number two. Actually, I'm going to shout this place out. This place is called Mykonos Paradise Beach Resort. Okay. This place was not only a hotel. It had like a bar and like a strip of like restaurants and like stores connected to it. So like Literally five steps in front of my hotel door was an acai bowl place, a little gift shop place, pizza place, a little convenience store, and most importantly, the club. Now, this club has literally been voted like top 20 best clubs in the world for years. Like, I think it's like number 14 in like all of them. And like these super famous DJs have gone there like Afrojack. Tiesto. Oh my god, I just butchered that. But you know the guy that sings like I like us better when we're wasted. It makes it easier to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that guy. 
And like all of these people. Well, we get there on the first day and we got there pretty early. I think it was like 11 or something like that. And our tour director, Luke, is like, hey, can y'all meet up front? Like, we're going to go over like some basic safety precautions or, or whatever because we're in Mykonos. Like, it's a pretty big party scene. Like, I just want y'all to be safe. Well, he takes us to meet the party god. I am not calling this man the party god just because I want to call him that. That, that is his self-proclaimed name, right? His actual name, y'all ready for this shit? Spiros. I know. I know. Can you imagine what type of person you have to be to have a sick-ass name like that? Yeah, he was everything that you would expect him to be. And he looked like Aquaman. Like, I shit you not, whatever you thought Poseidon looked like in your mind when you were reading Greek mythology in, like, high school, that's exactly what this man looks like. Like, long ombre hair, like, oh my god, piercing blue eyes, like, hypnotic type shit easily one of the most attractive men I've ever seen in my life and that man was jacked like he literally looked like he would be able to like whirl me around and like throw me into the ocean in one singular motion so yeah I just wanted to paint that picture for (laughs) y'all so Luke brings us to meet Spiros aka the party god and this man basically gives us like this whole spiel about like how to survive Mykonos he was like you're here for three days it is a marathon, not a sprint. And then he was like, all right, now that I have like the logistics out of the way, we have two parties today. The first one starts at 4.30. It's called Twerk It, Bitch. And then the second one is a body painting party where I'm painting all the bodies. And then he kept being like, and we're going to get this shit started. Whenever I say that, that means tequila shots. Brother, never have I felt more represented in my life. He said tequila and I was down immediately. To make matters worse, all of the drinks at the bar were buy one, get one free. So clearly this gets the crowd fucking excited and we all go back. We put on our little bathing suits. We go and we sit at the beach until it's 430 and the party god, aka Spiros, was like, come find me like 15 minutes before the first party and I'll get y'all like a VIP table. We're like, shit. Okay. So we meet up with him at like 415 and basically the layout of this club is it's all outside and all of the tables are basically like made out of cement but like it wasn't rough. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but basically like it wasn't just like a table. Like it was like crafted into the ground. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but basically, yeah, it was cool. And he sits us down and there's this bucket with these two giant bottles of that like Belvedere vodka. I don't know how to say it, but like y'all seen it. It's like frosted and like looks expensive because it is expensive. But yeah, two giant bottles of that. And then he's like, shots on me brings the entire table free shots right and then he's like trying to get this party started i think his literal job was to make sure that everyone was having fun and so basically there's these like three platforms that are basically like i guess the dance floor or whatever and then there's like these giant high tables and all of the tables like i said are literally like molded into the ground so there's like a couple of people dancing on those but i think like they worked there like they were just trying to get the party started And so he brings us a round of shots and then he was like, all right, who's ready to go party? And he picks out like a couple of our girls that are like sitting around us and he insists on carrying them from our VIP table to the middle platform to dance. And he's literally like throwing these people over his shoulders. And then eventually the entire group got thrown over his shoulders and brought to the center. Like not a single one of us had to touch the ground to walk to the like dancing platform. 
Like, he carried all of us, even the guys. I have the funniest video of him carrying, like, two of our guys. And then eventually, like, he picks some of us up. And by some of us, I mean me included. And puts us, like, on top of the bar. And then puts us on top of, like, the tables. And there was this guy named Jeff. <laughs> Jeff is the DJ. And he's just walking around, like, with this giant graffiti hat. Like, the ones that you get, like, at Panama City Beach. That's just Jeff. And me and one of my friends literally steal it, have a whole ass photo shoot with it, and then, like, give it back and all that stuff. But the most important part is that Jeff was on the microphone saying, Mikanos. Like, he kept saying shit like that, like, the entire fucking time. And if you at any point look bored, Spiros, aka Party God, aka the love of my life, would come up to you and, like, give you a free shot. Like, just, I don't know, like... I don't know how they were even profiting out of that because you could literally just like sit down to take your breath and be like, ah, you look like you need a shot. And like, he would just give you another shot. So that was the 430 twerk it bitch party. Needless to say, some of us did not make it to the 930 body painting party. And I'll, I'll leave that up to y'all's interpretation. <laughs> anyway, so that was Spiros. He was a whole character for the whole three days that we were there. But another character in this story, or characters, should I say, are these OSU frat guys. And by OSU, I mean Ohio State. Oh my god. These two frat guys were the embodiment of any stereotype that Hollywood has ever given frat guys. I'm not going to say they're frat because I don't want to put them on blast like that. But on it, wait, I might have to. No, I'm not going to. I'm a, I'm a good person to some extent, so I'm just not going to say the frat name, but I will say their names were the most basic ass frat names. Like, I think one of them was literally Chad. I'm pretty sure. And I'm not even exposing anyone because do you know how many Chads are out there? We meet these guys on the beach and they basically came up to two of the girls that were in our group while I was in the bathroom. So I come back from the bathroom. I sit down on my little chair because I was reading a book and I get motioned over. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'll join on a little bit. Like, I saw that they were talking to some guys, but, like, I was really into my book. And immediately, one of them is like, oh, come on, like, come over. Like, that is such a buzzkill move to not come over. Like, do you not want to socialize with us? And I was like, okay, this is already, I can already read the fucking room right now. But I was like, okay. So I get up, I walk over there. So now I'm just going to kind of hit y'all with some of the best quotes that I overheard while in this conversation, because I was barely speaking. All I was doing was jotting down these quotes in my notes, because I was like, God, this is going to make some great content. So let me just start firing them away. For starters, I walk up and I introduce myself, and then they introduce themselves by saying their name, what frat they're in, and their position in the frat, which I automatically thought was weird. But they were like, yeah, I'm actually the president. And then his little side chick or side guy, homie or whatever, was like, yeah, and I'm the pledge master. So like, yeah, I guess you could say we're pretty important. I was literally so uninterested at that point. Like the second they said that, I was like, and I'm checking out of this conversation right now. But I stayed there for the shits and giggles. And then they start trying to convince us to get on this party bus that they supposedly rented with daddy's money. Yeah, they kept referring to his dad as daddy they, like they they fully kept saying like oh yeah daddy's paying for that and so he keeps being like y'all should hop on this party bus that we rented out for tonight like it's driving us to the next island not to be that bitch but first of all Mykonos is pretty fucking tiny 
And as much as it's like the party city, I don't see much room in like the narrow roads for a party bus. Like the most I was seeing was like Vespas and like tiny little cars. So I was like, where the hell did you find a party bus? But whatever, I'll let that slide. But then they continue talking. They're like, yeah, it's going to the next island. Like the next island over is like supposed to be like so fucking cool and like exclusive. Babes, I hate to break it to you. However, the whole point of an island is that it's like 360 surrounded by water. So unless your bus was literally powered by Jesus himself, I don't know how you were going to cross the entire fucking ocean on a bus. But go off, King. Go off. And he kept insisting that it was a party bus that was going to take him to the next island. And I was like, okay, what's the island called? Not a clue. And then he continues it by talking about like how expensive this party bus was. And his side chick, aka the pledge master homie, was like, dude, how are you getting this much money? Like, what the fuck? And then he goes, oh, well, you know, daddy's car is paying for it. And then he goes, if I'm happy, daddy's happy. I'm going to take a moment for that one to sink in. Because when he said that, all of us immediately looked at each other. And he, like, did not say it as a joke. Like, he was fully referring to his dad as daddy. And, like, I'm not trying to shame anyone that might call their father daddy. However, the last thing I expected a 20-something frat guy from OSU to say is, if I'm happy, daddy's happy. Yeah. Anyway, they leave for like two seconds and then they come back. And at that point, I was completely checked out of the conversation. Like I went to, I went back to sit down. I was reading my book, but I was still in the line of fire because they came up and like talked to um, these other girls that were in the group. And I was just over here. Like we were, the entire group was just like listening to these dudes, like make complete asses out of themselves. And here are some other hard hitters from their conversation. Um, he asked them how much they weigh because he was like, oh, I bet I can squat y'all's weight. And they're like, um, you probably can't because take in mind, this man is easily 5'6", which like no shade to all my short kings out there. Love y'all. However, this man was literally 5'6", saying that he could like bench all of us. And I was like, right. And so he was like, I mean, like how much do y'all weigh? Like if y'all tell me how much y'all weigh, like I could tell you if I could bench you. And I was like, or you could just tell us how much you bench since you just want to tell us so bad because none of us actually care how much you bench. You're the one that really wants to tell us. And then I think someone asked like where like they had gone for like the past like 20 minutes or something like that. And then he was like, oh, well, you know, we were talking to those girls over there, but y'all are just so much prettier. There was a group wide cringe when he said that shit and it was not received. Well. Like no one was like, oh my God, thank you not a single soul did that like it was just so cringy that he said that and in front of the other girls like it was ugh. anyway and then he kept like bragging about the fact that they had this suite right he was like yeah we're staying in like one of the suites like it sleeps 12 people like it's me and my bros like we're trying to get like a party going later and he kept making it seem like they were like in this super exclusive like resort or whatever we see them literally walk right next to our hotel room like they were literally staying in the same hotel so tea 
They also kept bringing up the fact that they were from New York, like they were New York natives. And then they were like, oh, like, what are y'all doing for the rest of the summer? And then we were like, oh, you know, like just chilling and hanging out and stuff. And he was like, oh, well, I'm actually working for like Goldman Sachs because my dad. Oh, no, 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 no. He said my daddy. He was like, because my daddy is actually one of the executives. And he was like, no, but I'm sure like y'all's internships are cool, too. For sure. Yeah. But I'm just I'm at Goldman's, you know, because my daddy is an exact member. So, yeah. And not only that, the next day I passed him on my way to like breakfast or something. And he was telling a completely different group of girls. Yeah, we're just like from New York. Like we're from New York. We're like in a frat, like completely disregarding the fact that they go to school in literally Ohio. And again, no shade to Ohio or people from Ohio or whatever. But they were really trying to paint the narrative that they were like these New Yorker bros that were like in finance and like in a frat. And I was like, dude, you go to Ohio State and you're the president and the pledge master. Let's calm down. Okay. Needless to say, I saw them go up to like many groups of girls and I never saw them leave with one. So, um, if that says anything about their flirting tactics, I don't, I mean, I don't know what else does, you know? Besides that, Mykonos was overall a smooth ride. Actually, no, it wasn't. It was bumpy as hell, but <laughs> that was that was our own doing. Um, lots of free shots. Lots of creepy dudes. Dude, there were so many dudes trying to, like, insert themselves in, like, my friend group's dance circles, and it was just fucking weird. And at one point, Luke had to be like, yo, can y'all chill the fuck out? Like, they don't want to dance with y'all. And then some of them got offended, and, like, it was this whole ordeal, but... Besides that, it was pretty cool. We kind of crashed, like, this British dude's, like, 30th birthday party or something like that. I don't know. He, like, bought out one of the most expensive tables, was buying, like, $400 bottles of champagne and, like, just giving them out to us. Like, he was just giving us, like, shots of champagne because he was like, I'm celebrating with you guys tonight. And I was like, shit, I mean, happy birthday, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to say nothing. And so it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um... And then Spiros came up to some of us while we were eating lunch. And he was like, you guys are amazing. Like, I've never seen people party that hard. Like, y'all brought the party. And I was like, hell yeah, we did. Hell yeah, we did. And then it was sadly time to go back to Athens so that we could catch our flight back home. Everything ran smoothly, except for, like, I was so freaking tired. And I thought I wasn't jet lagged, but I kept falling asleep at, like, 6 p.m. So that was fun. But yeah, that was, that was Greece and Italy. I know that storytelling was kind of like all over the place. I just kept remembering like all these things that were happening, but hopefully it made sense. It made sense to me, but that's not saying much. So before we close out, let me do the top three songs of the week. And obviously since I've been, you know, gone for two months, I've found a lot of new music. So this is going to be a hard decision, but I'll probably sprinkle in some of my favorites in the upcoming weeks as well. But currently, to start us off, the first one is called Moves by Amelia Moore. Why you gotta kiss me in the middle of my sentences? Catching me off guard like I don't know where all my senses went. Every time you don't reply, I'm back up on the fence again. Like, whoa, where did you go? This next one was literally on repeat the entire time I was over there. But it's called Tacones Rojos by Sebastian Yatra? I'm pretty sure I just butchered that, but it's featuring John Legend. Yeah, I 
And then the third one for the week is not a new song, but it was also on repeat literally the entire time. And it's just overall good vibes. And it's Knock Knock by Mac Miller. Every time I do this segment, it reminds me of that part in Radio Rebel when she's like, vibe it, really, really dig on it, and then remember that feeling. (laughs) That's just what it feels like, but whatever. Anyway, that's all for me today. I literally haven't been behind the mic in two months, and oh my god, have I missed it. But I hope y'all enjoyed, and remember, if y'all want to travel with EF Ultimate Break, y'all can get $100 off if you use code UAMichelleD100, and you could even take the same trip that I did. I did the Italy and Greece one with a bunch of my friends. That's cool as fuck, too. If you book, message me. I would love to know if any of y'all are going on some upcoming trips with them. I literally love them so much, but yeah, I'll see y'all next week. Bye! Bye!